Galnet News Digest, 21st of November 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the Alliance is getting seriously annoyed with its defence partner. Commanders, get aboard the Tritium Gravy Train. The Alliance wants more visitors to Alioth. And the blackest black paint jobs may not be the ideal choice for your holiday photography. The Alliance has started a review of its Strategic Defence Alliance with the Sirius Corporation, after a growing number of critics have pointed out that Sirius has done little or nothing to assist the Alliance in the battle against the Thargoids. The Alliance has been paying the Sirius Corporation to help fend off Thargoid attacks for nearly 18 months. During that time, Sirius has deployed a number of megaships to core Alliance systems and to Alliance colonies in the Witchhead and Colsac Nebulas. It has helped to upgrade Alliance megaships with additional weaponry and it has provided moral support and helped with the humanitarian effort in the Didio system when it was attacked by Thargoids that were lured in by Azimuth Biotech. Slightly more recently, but still more than a year ago, Sirius helped the Alliance drive the Thargoids out of the Andikavi system, although it seems likely that the Thargoids were simply testing our defences, and only planned to stay for a week in any case. Sirius lost no megaships at all when the Proteus wave was fired in HIP 22460, because it decided to keep them out of harm's way in a neighbouring system. So... The same criticism of Sirius that was raised in June last year remains painfully current. The Sirius Corporation does not appear to have made any meaningful contribution to the Alliance's security. And in return for its fee, the Corporation has managed to infiltrate many aspects of the Alliance's government and military infrastructure. Most notably, it has a representative in the Council of Admirals. Nicholas Glass, who naturally enough insists that Sirius has worked wonders in upgrading Alliance megaships and that its anti-Zeno missile rack and pre-engineered heatsink have made all the difference in the fight against the alien invasion. But the Alliance Navy has not been transformed into a third great navy, as many had hoped. Councillor Nakato Kane, who has opposed the Defence Pact from the start, has called for it to be terminated. But even some of those who normally back Prime Minister Mahan have called for the treaty to be renegotiated, with Aegis doing the majority of the work in developing new anti-Zeno technology. The Sirius Corporation seems increasingly irrelevant. Commanders helping out Torval Mining Limited in the LHS-3872 system have discovered that it's far more lucrative to buy tritium than to mine it. The initiative is a celebration of Zamina Torval's retirement from business. On offer is a pre-engineered mining laser and some pretty good prices for mined resources, including painite, prisodymium, lithium hydroxide and, most significantly, tritium. There are some excellent, pristine sources of these mined commodities nearby, notably the metallic A-ring of HR8514 Planet 5, which yields plenty of painite and prisodymium. 
However, one of the required commodities, tritium, is available locally to buy at a number of markets. Selling shop-bought tritium won't help you advance in the initiative, but it is a very good way of making credits, with a 10-minute loop in a Type 9 yielding a 110 million credit profit. This is, of course, nothing like the credits you can make shooting Thargoids at a spire site, but it is a lot gentler. And you don't need to feel guilty that you're helping out the slave drivers of Torval Mining Limited. The Alliance has cancelled its exclusivity deal with the Alioth Independence for issuing the much-desired Alioth System Permit. Alioth is a popular destination, not only for the solid gold statue of Prime Minister Mahan, considered by many to look almost, but not entirely unlike its subject. Not only for access to the Lacon Spaceway's central showroom, which offers a discount on all Lacon ships, but also because it is the home of Bill Turner, the celebrated engineer who can expand the radius of your probes, make your sensors lighter than a feather, and keep your plasma accelerators accelerating plasma long after the others have run dry. Until August, only the Alioth Independents could grant access to this Alliance paradise, but they did a terrible job. Plagued by administrative hold-ups, the faction sometimes took months to offer commanders a mission to unlock the permit. The Alioth Tourism Authority complained of a lack of footfall, Bill Turner complained he was running short of bromelite, and Lacon Spaceways Central said they'd not sold an ASP scout in months. And so, the Alliance has given all Alliance factions in the area the ability to grant the Alioth permit but only to commanders who are friendly with the Alliance. Now, as long as you've been doing good work for the Alliance, you can be offered the chance of your very own dream vacation to the administrative capital of the Alliance by any one of dozens of Alliance factions. If the Alioth independence won't help, then another faction surely will. The Alioth independents remain a hugely influential faction in and around Alioth, with control of more than 40 systems, and a presence in dozens more. Just because they're administratively incompetent doesn't mean they're not successful. Space, they say, is black. If you're the sort of commander who likes to blend in with your surroundings, then you might just be in luck. The Pilots' Federation has discovered a megaship, named Prototype Squadron Carrier Not For Release, that's stuffed to the gunnels with cans of midnight black paint. For a limited time only, you can have your favourite ship in a colour that means you see it mainly by its outline. The black colour scheme was originally offered for sale eight years ago, in 3301, and commanders who subscribed early to the development of the first surface reconnaissance vehicle, the Scarab SRV, were awarded 29 of the paint jobs for no additional cost. If you're one of those commanders, and you already have the midnight black paint jobs for the Adder, Anaconda, Asp Explorer, Asp Scout, Cobra Mark III, Cobra Mark 4, 
Diamondback Explorer, Diamondback Scout, Eagle Mark II, Federal Assault Ship, Federal Corvette, Federal Dropship, Federal Gunship, Ferdinand's Hauler, Imperial Clipper, Imperial Courier, Imperial Cutter, Imperial Eagle, Keelback, Orca, Python, Sidewinder, Type 6, Type 7, Type 9, Viper Mark III, Viper Mark IV and Vulture, the good news is that there are 13 new ones you can buy. These are for the Scorpion, Mamba, Alliance Crusader, Alliance Challenger, Alliance Chieftain, Crate Mark II, Crate Phantom, Dolphin, Type 10, Taipan, Federal Fighter, Imperial Fighter and, extraordinarily enough, the Scarab SRV itself. The Midnight Black paint jobs are excellent if you want to remain hidden. However, if you were to go on a long expedition, say Distant Worlds 3302, which went right across the galaxy before there were any stations outside the bubble, or any fleet carriers, and which took place before you could change your paint job if you weren't docked, then possibly, just possibly, it might have been better to choose a different paint job, or else you might end up with a photo album of the shadow of an asp in front of things. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Music